Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey, and we're back here at Healing Journeys today. My name is Cindy Mesa. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are talking about misconceptions. Last time I talked about misconceptions about God. Today I'm going to talk about misconceptions about the Word. Well, let's get into the Word. Papa God, I bind every single distraction in Jesus' name, every single thing from the evil that tries to uh, distract, that tries to uh, keep people uh, down, veiled, or blinded. In the name of Jesus, I command that to stop right now. And I speak that the God of, uh, that the Papa of my uh, Lord Jesus Christ, the Papa of glory may give to you that spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding are being enlightened while the teaching goes forth in the name of Jesus. That somewhere something clicks, that somewhere some, it's just like, I didn't know that. So, thank you, Papa God. You're so good. Well, why am I talking about misconceptions about the word or misconceptions about God when we're talking about health and healing? Well, when we got misconceptions about how good Papa God is, and you think, well, he's not that good because he's not giving me my healing yet, or he has not, uh, how do you say that? He doesn't hear me. He's not listening to me, uh, or I'm always sick. Where is he? I thought when uh, if I become a Christian, I would, you know, get healed like that or whatever, and it didn't happen. You have misconceptions about Papa God, and it might hinder you. I'm not saying that Papa God is not giving you your healing because you got a hindrance. No. That's not it. He already gave it. So it's already a done deal. It's given to you. It's right there on the inside of you. I I also got healed and I had to understand it's on the inside of me. I had to understand I had authority. I had to understand, you know, all those type of things. But uh, if, the, if I had misconception about Papa God, I also had to stop them. I had to get rid of them. Why? Because it's not the truth. I was walking not in truth with those misconceptions about Papa God. But we talked about that last time. I'm not going to recap. You can just go back and listen to it. But today I'm going to talk about misconceptions about the word. Why the word? Because a lot of people, they sometimes they have, they know the word. They think they know the word, but it's only mentally. And that's okay, but it will not, you know, it, it will not bear fruit because it's just mentally. We are people of the heart. Now, why do I say that? Because in Mark uh, chapter 4, it, it talks about that the sower sows the word. But where do we sow the word? In the heart. So we, we need to understand the word, what it truly tells us. Now, misconceptions are about the word is that you might think that you know a scripture but do you really, do you really understand what it tells you? So today I had, um, I had one of my sons with me, my spiritual sons, and we were talking about that. And we were talking about how uh, a lot of people, they cannot uh, get to the, um, the understanding that you are a spirit being. They see themselves, look at themselves only from this perspective, the body. 
So if the body is hurting, if the body is in pain, if you can see things on the body, that's how they view themselves. But actually, you are a spirit. And in your spirit, do you know that everything is perfect? Everything is okay? Everything is all right? I'm not going to talk about that. But uh, it's just the way we view things. If I truly say that this word is what I believe, that this word is deep truth, that Jesus is the word of God. He came, he died for me, he rose again, you know, and he's now seated at the right hand of Papa. Why would he be seated and I would be still in pain or I would be almost dying, uh, uh, dead, or I would be, you know, having symptoms upon symptoms and things just getting worse. It would look like the word didn't do a good job. Or the word doesn't want to help me. But that's a misconception. You know, why he's seated is because he already did it. It's for him. It's already done. But where did he place the already done health and healing restoration on uh, uh, recreating, repairing uh, things on the inside of you? It's in your spirit. But how do we feel the word? Because... If I don't understand that the real Cindy, even though I can feel things in my body, for instance, I don't have any sickness, but, uh, you know, when I was sick, I could feel things in my body. I could see things on my body. You know, I could feel the pain. I could see the symptoms. I could see the eczema. I could see the blood. I could see, you know, uh, uh, I could see that I would weigh nothing. You know, uh, I could see that I was vomiting. I could feel, you know, those type of things. But if I kept on viewing myself in the mirror, my natural mirror, I don't think I would have uh, gotten the physical manifestation of the healing. I started to view myself from the word. I started to see myself in the word. So the word became so important. It became the truth. The entrance of his word gave me light. Now, that's why I need to talk about misconceptions about the word. Not because I want to condemn you. I want to judge you. I just want to, you know, be critical or whatever. No, 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 no. I've been there. I know. So if I have misconceptions of the word, I will not see it as the total truth. I will see it as a truth. I will not view myself all of the time through the word. It actually has to be like this. When I look at myself, I'm going to show you myself. <laughs> That's me, <laughs> the word. So when I viewed the word and saw 1 Peter 2.24, that, that's just, the scripture, it got me healed, you know. So when I viewed myself through that word and I let go of all the misconceptions, then I could see myself in it. Who himself bore my Cindy sins in his own body. So it's not my body who bore it. It is Jesus' body who bore my sins. It doesn't talk about his sins. My sins 
in his own body on the tree that's on the cross so that I, Cindy, I've died to sins. Because if someone took my sins, I don't have the sins no more. I died to sins because we died with him. And I can now live unto righteousness because Papa God made him who knew no sin to become sin for me. So what did I become? The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, meaning I have a right standing with Papa God. He looks at me and he's like, oh, look at her. I just love her <laughs> because I have a right standing. He doesn't look at me and say, you didn't do a good job yesterday, Cindy. You didn't confess the word 500 times. Uh-uh, I'm not giving you that healing. He's not like that. He looks at me through the blood of Jesus. He sees his child, you know. I'm accepted in the beloved. And so I, I live unto righteousness. I live unto that right standing, you know. I can live, you know. I have eternal life now. I can live. And by his stripes, I, Cindy, were healed. Without misconceptions of the word, I just could take it and I saw myself. I said, your stripes healed me, your wounds, your scourge marks, your scars. They healed me already 2,000 years ago when you said it is finished. That's why I'm talking about misconceptions of the word, about the word. Now, one of the misconceptions that I want to talk about, and I know a lot of people, they don't place this really with, uh, how do you say that, with um, health and healing. But to me, um, it is a big part of the health and the healing. It's a big part. And even if you have like mental issues, this is a big part in the health and the healing. And, um, and there is a misconception about this word. I'm looking where I'm going in the word. <laughs> it's Philippians 4. You can go with me if you have your Bible Bibles with you. All right, Bibles with you, Cindy, come on. And um, I can find it. So, I read the word, but <laughs> Philippians 4 and verse 4. <laughs> I think you might know it, but here it tells us, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Now, the misconception about this word is, yeah, people understand what rejoicing is. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lord, we praise you. They know what the rejoicing part is. But the word that's there, always, always, all of the time, all day long. When you're sick, do you know that it's very difficult to rejoice when you're in pain? Well, I'm going to raise my hand because I was in pain and it was, it was difficult. <laughs> but I had to get rid of the misconception about this word because we think it tells us rejoice in the Lord when you're not in pain. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord if you're not depressed or mental ill because you cannot do anything about that. Again, I say rejoice. Oh, rejoice in the Lord sometimes. Rejoice in the Lord, well, seven times. Or only rejoice in the Lord, but not if, you know, if you almost, um, if you got a diagnosis that you're going to die. So don't rejoice in the Lord then because now you cannot rejoice then. I mean, why would you rejoice? Well, that's a misconception. That, that is not the truth. 
because the truth is rejoice in the Lord always rejoice in the Lord even if you're in pain still rejoice in the Lord and a lot of people go what how dare you say that Cindy you don't know what I'm going through and I understand I understand I've been there but I had to while being there being so sick being so much in pain having absolutely nothing because it was not just that I was sick there was so many stuff going on financially with my children I mean not knowing if I would wake up and I still would have a daughter for instance and then my body on top of that you know it was so much so don't think that it was like easy for me yeah because you always rejoice Cindy yeah yeah because for you it's easy no it was not easy for me it became easy because I let go of the misconception of the word that he he did not really mean what he told me here in the word. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you can rejoice, but if you're in such a high pain, you cannot rejoice. But do you know what I did? I rejoiced in the Lord. Always. Again, I rejoiced. <laughs> and I rejoiced with tears rolling down my face because I was in pain. So I would go like, Hallelujah, Lord, you're so good. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about it. My goodness, that was tough, but it didn't feel tough after I did it a few times. You know why? Papa God, I told you last time, he cannot lie. He's not a liar, but sometimes we make him a liar. But he is not, he cannot lie. The devil lies. He's the father of lies, but not our Papa God. Not, not my Papa God, no. So here he told me a truth. And he, actually what he's saying is, don't rejoice in the pain. Don't rejoice because you got pain. Don't rejoice because you are sick. Don't rejoice about those things. No, you rejoice. You rejoice in me that you got a Papa God that you got the healer, that it's already finished. Rejoice, you look to the word and then you rejoice because what you see in the word is the real you, no matter what you're hearing, seeing, feeling, or not feeling, or not hearing, or not seeing, not tasting or tasting, you know, or smelling or not smelling. It doesn't matter what the natural is saying to you because what the word is telling you is the truth. Right now, if your body is aching, if the disease is screaming, if the, the bumps, the lumps, the, the eczema, the, the no hair, the no arm, the no movement in your body is screaming so loud. No, Cindy is lying. I'm right here. You see me, you cannot rejoice. How can you rejoice? No, that's not what God means. No, not always. Don't look at that girl. You see, she's always laughing. She's always having a smile on her face. How can she talk about your situation? She doesn't know you. I'm right here. They always have to scream. They always have to be like, I'm here. And then your body burns even more, you know, or you vomit even more. And when things get worse, people get like frustrated. Like, oh, it's getting worse. It's just the devil. You know, it's just the, the disease just trying to scream at you. So you won't do what the word tells you to do. 
But it's a misconception. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And why is that rejoicing so good for you while you are sick in pain? Well, I talked about this a long time ago, but there are benefits to joy, to smiling, to laughter. Your body doesn't even know if it's fake. I sent my team one day, my team of the church, I sent them um, this video where I was belly laughing. Now, I don't think there was something to laugh about in that sense that something funny happened. I just started <laughs> like that. No, but I showed them that you laugh from your belly. And mind you, when I was sick, I couldn't laugh from my belly because my belly was, stomach was hurting so much. But when you laugh, your body doesn't understand, doesn't even know, not understand, but doesn't even know that you're faking it. That it's not a real laugh. The only thing it knows, oh, hey, she's happy. And what does the Bible tell us? A merry heart do it good like medicine. A merry heart gives you a continual feast. A merry heart gives you a cheerful countenance. Do you know that a sound heart is alive to your body? Already four things. And the joy of the Lord, it is your strength. What do you need when you're sick? Strength, right? So that's why misconception about the word, one of the scriptures is that, hey, I cannot rejoice. No, Cindy, I'm too weak. How can I rejoice? Well, I was so weak. I just did what I could do. And it was not because I did it. And that's when the Lord healed me. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this. I took the word as the truth, not a truth. So I got rid of the misconception on the word. And I just started doing what the word told me to do. Be a doer of the word of God. I became a doer and I got blessed in my deeds. That's all what I did. That rejoicing in the Lord was not to impress no one. There was no one here to impress. I couldn't even impress myself, you know. But that rejoicing, it did something for me. And it's a lifestyle for me. So it's not like I did it back then because I needed health and healing. And then I stopped when I got my health and healing. No, 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 no. I still do it. In every situation, you know, sometimes things, things happen that are hurtful, painful. Sometimes sickness also tries to, you know, come upon me. Like I think it was yesterday, like this headache tried to come. And the fever tried to come, tried to tell me, oh, you got the flu. Oh, you are sick. You know what I did? You know what I did? I needed to do it. I started laughing. I started rejoicing in the Lord always. And again, I started rejoicing. And I always make it fun. So I'm like, you know, headache, pa-pa, pa-pa. And I never have headaches. So flu, what? I'm feeling what? No, don't think so. Not here. And I really get angry, you know, like that. But I just started rejoicing in the Lord because first things first, I'm going to thank the Lord that he already healed me 2,000 years ago. I'm going to thank the Lord that I'm walking in divine health in the name of Jesus. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord always. That means even though my head hurts, I'm going to rejoice. Hallelujah. And even if I cannot do that, I'm going to go, Hallelujah. I'm going to have my own praise party. And then I tell myself, and again, I'm going to rejoice. And again, I go at it. I'm going to jump. I'm going to praise him with my hands lifted high. I'm going to do all those type of things. You know why? 
because it's the truth. The real me, my spirit man, is just happy. It's just rejoicing always, no matter if I felt a headache or what. It's it's gone. You know, the thing just, whoop, it thought, no, we're not going to stay here. This girl is crazy. How can she rejoice with this type of headache, with this fever? It's gone. It's gone. It's, you know, it's like it doesn't want to stay. But that's the way we have to go. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Okay, that's one scripture I just wanted to give you. And just think about it again. A merry heart do it good like medicine. Well, what is a merry heart? He said, you know, I need to be merry. But yeah, my, my feelings see me. They tell me that I'm sad. They tell me that I'm depressed. They tell me that I'm, I need to bow down. I'm, no, 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 no. You can talk to your soul. You can talk to that depression. You can talk. Yeah, you can. And you can just start smiling. You know what I did when I was sick? One thing I did, and <laughs> my children were like, this, this woman is crazy. Well, we love her. But, you know, I would be like the whole day like, <laughs> like this. <laughs> there was nothing to laugh about. Yeah, I, I could laugh because I had Jesus and the word, but I was so, in so much pain. There were so many symptoms. Everything was so wrong. And I would be like, and my, my kids are like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, no, just keeping up my smile because, hey, <laughs> you know, I was just being doer of the word. <laughs> or they would just see me like, hey. <laughs> and I can laugh now. But it was not something that, you know, that I could laugh about at that time. But still, I, I had my own party. Okay. Well, the next thing that I want to show you is another, uh, ow. I dropped my tablet. So <laughs> the glass broke. So I really have to be careful how I swipe, <laughs> you know, like that. Uh, let me see. Because I wanted to show you something from the word. So if I'm not that fast typing, don't hold it against me. <laughs> Let me see. I want to go to another scripture. And that is in Isaiah 55, 11. That's another scripture that there are misconceptions about. I'm just taking a few scriptures, showing you the misconceptions about the scripture. Now, so Isaiah 45, 11. And I'm reading from the King James Version 21, the ASV Version. So listen to this. Thus said, say the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and uh, his maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the works of my hands, command ye me. Thus say Jehovah, the Holy One of Israel and his maker, ask me of the things that are to come concerning my sons and concerning the works of my hands, command ye me well there's this big misconception like oh i'm not going to command god he's god how can i command him um i'm not talking about you know and it's not talking about us commanding god you better do what you say you know like i command you god to give me the healing oh god i command you no that, that's not it it's like this i can command the health, the healing, the divine health, the restoration, the recreative miracle of creative miracle, whatever it is that I need physically, I can command that to come into physical manifestation. Why can I command that 
because you already made it available to us. It's already here. You know, the healing, it's here. The, the creative miracle, it's here. I, I, I place here, but it's, you know, it's here where the Lord is in my spirit, man, in my spirit being. Because another misconception of the word is that when we say, because we can say a lot of things and then we say, oh, hallelujah, yeah, praise the Lord, sister. Yeah, the Lord Jesus, he lives on the inside of me. Greater is he that's in me than he was in the world. Yes, he is. But when push comes to shove, it's like we don't have any Jesus on the inside of us. He's not there. Well, he came to live on the inside of us in all his fullness, with all his glory, with everything that he is and that he has. It's not like, Oh, Cindy, I'm just giving you my pinky and it's living on the inside of you. No, 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 no. Everything that is true about Jesus came to live on the inside of me, came to live on the inside of you. But, you know, when we are in pain, when it's difficult, when we see all the lumps, all the things and everything, it's like, no, no greater one living on the inside of me here because I cannot feel it, see it here, touch it in the natural. It's not here. He's not here. But he is. That means if he is, well, I don't think he lies. I believe he doesn't lie. But some people, they still think that he lies. But um, if that's true and it is true, that means health, healing, restoration, victory, anointing, blessing, uh, creative miracles, miracles, uh, you name whatever it is that you need, deliverance, freedom, that is Jesus. He is victory. He is health. He is the healer. He is provision and he is the provider. He is healing. He is divine health. He is restoration. He is it. He is that. And he's living on the inside of you. And the health is greater than anything outside of you or in your body. Because the real you is who? The spirit man. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. Now, that's why your body is the one that got attacked. You know, it's Satan. He can only operate in the natural because in, in this sense, he cannot get to your spirit man on the inside. He cannot. He cannot do anything there with it. That spirit man is also sealed with Holy Spirit of promise. In Ephesians 1, you can read that. So he's our guarantee, the spirit of promise. But he cannot get into your spirit and do something in your spirit, make your spirit sick. He cannot do that because he cannot get there. But where can he get? The body. And because the body is the outer part, you know, it's like I, I got a book, Are You Your Car? And it talks about this, this mechanism, this method, you know, that I am not my car. I can never be. But if someone bumps my car while I'm on the road, you will see the dent in the car, not in me. I am the driver. I'm like that spirit being. And you can get the, the book, so then it's it's easier. But my body, that's where Satan can show me, hey, you got a lump here. You got a boil. 
Hey, don't you feel this, Cindy? Don't you feel this pain? Where's your God now? You see? But Jesus in his fullness came to live on the inside of me. We have to get rid of the misconception that when things get tough, Jesus is not there. All of a sudden, he's nowhere to be found. No, he's right there. The disciples, they tried to do the same thing we sometimes do with Jesus while he was in the boat with them. And mind you, Jesus, they saw Jesus day in, day out, day in, day out, hour after hour, minute after minute. Only when he went into a secret place with his father, that's when they were not together. But their uh, master, their rabbi, you know, their teacher, Jesus, the Christ, uh, he was not the Christ yet, but Jesus, he was there with them. And he showed them, hey, look at this. You know, I don't think he did that, but he was healing the sick. He was raising the dead. You know, he was delivering people from oppression. He also gave them the authority to do that. And they went out by the 70. 70 of them went out. They saw things happen. But when they were in the boat and a great storm arose, all of a sudden, ah, we're going to die. We're going to die. You got Jesus in the boat. And he's just asleep, like sleeping soundly, sleeping calmly and peacefully. But the, 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 the water was already getting into the boat. And he was sleeping. I think the man was tired. And then they woke him up. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, don't you care that we are perishing? Um, I'm also in the boat with you. Doesn't that mean that I would also perish? But you cannot perish because you're with me. I, I am in the boat. Now, that boat, see that boat representing you. You are, that's your boat. You are in the boat with Jesus. And the Bible tells us he neither slumbers nor sleeps. So he's not sleeping on you. He's not slumbering like, oh, oh, yeah, I want to heal you, but oh, I need to sleep a little bit. No, he's not like that. So you got the greater one living on the inside of you who's greater than any sickness or disease or anything damage that was done to your body. He's greater than that. That's what the word tells you. Now, back to command ye me. This Bible first, thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and his maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the works of my hands, commanding me. This means that I can command. I'm not ordering God what to do, what not to do, what to give. No, he already made available to me. Healing is already available. I got a book on that. Does God has the, does God has, have the flu? Never. Healing is already available. So he made it healing already available for us. And now the only thing I have to do, because it's on the inside of me, I have to draw it out. Now in Proverbs, it tells us that uh, a, a woman, uh, I will say woman, a man of understanding, understands how to draw out from that well that's on the, on the inside. How do we draw things out? Well, I talk about that a lot, your mouth. You receive and you release with your mouth. Everything we do with the mouth. Because everything Papa God did, he did with his mouth. He spoke. Because you are a spirit being, you can speak things into physical manifestation. But you can command it to be there. Jesus, he's a commander and he's a leader. We got him on the inside. Papa God said, if you love me, you will keep my words. 
And then Papa God, he loves you. And me and Jesus, you know, the two of them, they come and they make their home, their abode with you. So Papa God is also here. Another scripture tells us that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is also there. So you have a right to command in the name of Jesus. Now, another misconception is that we have to ask Jesus. Jesus, can you please do this and this and this for me? Jesus, can you go there and there and there for me? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But he tells us in the book of John, and we're going to there. I'm going to come back to command me. But let's go to the book of John. I'm just showing you from a few verses and tying them together, the misconceptions and what it truly means, the truth. So if you go with me to the book of John. Okay. And let's go to John 14. And actually, the Bible is simple. That's why he tells us, become like a child. So he tells us here in uh, John 14, let's start at verse 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, and uh, the works that I do, he will do also. What were the works that he did? He healed people. He raised people from the dead. He cleansed the lepers. He, you know, he cast out devils. He, all those things. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, you know, healing all kinds of sickness and disease. So those are the works that he did. And he did many more works. But okay, we're talking about health and healing. Then he says, and greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. I told you at the beginning, he's seated. But because he doesn't want to be with us, he's seated. But he's, his spirit is here in us. And then he says, whatever you ask, let's just listen closely. Whatever you ask in my name. So not whatever you ask me. The Bible is clear. And in different translations, it's the same. Whatever you ask in my name. Jesus has been given the name that's above every other name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, in heaven, under heaven, under the earth, uh, on earth and under the earth, they have to bow the knee to Jesus. You know, when Jesus, when they came to get Jesus in one of the gospels, it tells us that uh, he, he asked them, who are you looking for? And then he said, Jesus, you know, when he tells them, hey, that's me, they fall backwards. That's how strong that name is. There's power in his name. You, you and I, we have the right to use his name. He's giving us the right. So he says, whatever you ask in my name, that's what I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Now, what we think then is we have to ask for healing, but that's not, that's not the case. Because if healing was not done yet, then I would have to ask for healing. But for instance, if I bake a cake and never eat my cake, I'm not good in baking cakes. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I can cook. But if I would bake a cake and the cake would be on the countertop in the kitchen, on the kitchen countertop, and one of my kids would come and it would say, oh, mom, can you please bake me a cake? I would look at them like, 
what? The cake is here. Cut a slice, take it, put it in your mouth, chew on it, you know, swallow it. Because the cake already is baked. I don't have to go and buy the, the groceries for the cake, the stuff for the cake, and then, you know, make the cake. No, the cake is right there. So the cake is there for the taking. They can take the cake. They can ask me, you know, can I have a piece? But the cake is there, right? Your healing is like that cake that's already been baked in the oven. Everything is, you know, there. It's already there. Where? Here in you the healing the health divine health whatever the life it's it's already there the only thing is we have to draw it out so that's why in the name of jesus i'm not saying jesus you draw it out for me what's already on the inside no i command in the name of jesus this health or this healing, or this life, that resurrection life that's already on the inside of me, or, or that raising from the dead power that's on the inside of me. You know, he tells us we got power, but it needs to be at work, you know, according to the power that works inside of us. So I need to get it to work how? With my mouth. So I can command what's already there to come into physical manifestation in the name of Jesus. You see that there are sometimes misconceptions about the word because when we read it, it's like, but I think he meant this. Don't go by your own mindset. Renew your mind to the word, but you have to accept, agree with the word, embrace the word, say yes to the word as it is the truth and not a true i know a lot of people now because i meet a lot of people you know a lot of people uh you know call with them talk with them and i see that they still stick with how they think it should be like how they need to be healed how god needs to give them their healing they are stuck somewhere and it's because a misconception about god or a misconception about the word when I say by his stripes, I were healed, I know it is I was healed, but I need you to say it. Um, then I'm not saying it because I wrote it. I didn't even write it. They were not my stripes. It is in the word. And because it's in the word, and I believe this word, so I attach, my, I attach faith to this word. That's why I believe it, and therefore I'm speaking it. And because I believe it, I'm a sower. I sow the word and I sow it into my heart. And something happens when I do that, when there's no doubt, no unbelief, no, you know, no, no fear attached to it because I'm simply believing it. This is the truth. By the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. Even if I don't see it, feel it or whatever, it doesn't matter. So I can still rejoice always because I'm seeing myself, feel myself through the word and not through my circumstance, not through my, the pain, not through the sickness, not through the disease, not through the diagnosis, not through the doctor's report. I'm not looking at those type of things. I'm keeping my mind stayed, steadfast, focused on the Lord because then he keeps me in perfect peace. 
And then I can command in the name of Jesus that hell to be physically manifested. Or I just say, because the hell is already here. So I can say, I command body, you walk in divine health. I command you body, you line up with the word of God. And I'm not doing something crazy. I'm actually bringing with my mouth into natural existence what already exists in the spirit. But now I command it to come into natural existence because, yeah, I saw it in the word. That's great. But now I'm going to draw it out. I'm going to take it out by faith in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I command body, I command you blessed. In the name of Jesus, I command you recovered. I command you restored. Why am I touching myself? Because he told me if I lay hands on the sick, the sick will recover. So, well, I lay hands. If I'm sick, I would lay hands on myself. Yesterday, I did that as well. I said, headache, I command you go. Get out. Our body, I command you are blessed. I command every cell is filled with life. I command it's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has already freed me from it. So I command it comes through my pores. It comes through my veins. You know, I'm always... Like that. I say, body, I command you glow with health. And I'm touching myself. Body, I command you glow with health in the name of Jesus. I can do that. Because I've got no misconceptions of the word. I know who I am in Christ. Because I've got no misconceptions of the word. I know what he tells me that I am. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. That's that. I'm a new creation. No matter who comes and says, no, but Cindy, uh, I think you're not. I don't care what you're saying. I just know the truth. So if people want to try and tell me who I am, you know, and it's not according to the word. They try to tell me I'm evil. They try to tell me I'm this. They try to tell me I'm blah, 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 blah. Oh, you're not a good teacher. Uh, 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 uh. I say, oh, thank you, Papa God, and I feel myself through the word. I am accepted in your love. So you love me. I am your beloved, your favorite, your dearly beloved, your highly esteemed. Oh, man, thank you so much for loving me. Oh, hallelujah. I thank you that you made me one of your teachers so I can teach the word. Not everyone has to like me, but I only live by what your word tells me because I feel myself in your word. That word stays strong. Because I let go of misconceptions. I know the Papa God cannot lie. So I let go of misconceptions of God. So it doesn't matter what people tell me. No, where is your God now? You know, look at you. You you almost died. You're almost this. And, I, you know, when I was sick and people, they, they say stuff. But I'm like, oh, mm, I don't know. I would condemn the words. So I, I, I'm like that. I will condemn. I will condemn those words. So, but the thing is. If I still have somewhere in the back of my mind or in my self-talk or somewhere in my soul, my own mindset, yeah, I'm not sure if he wants to heal me because you know what I did. Then I don't understand that he bore my sins already in his own body and the key. You know? Oh, yeah, but I, I just don't know who I am. I, I had this identity crisis. Nothing wrong with the identity crisis because you can take the word and you can come out of it. But if I know the word, if I know the scriptures that talk about who I am, I'm a new creation in Christ. I reign in life as a king through the one Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, you already took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. So I'm the healed. I am healed. Okay, by his stripes I were healed. You know, the scriptures that tell me who I am in Christ, the scriptures that tell me that I've got authority, that, you know, and if I know them, but I'm like, yeah, but I don't see that I have a right standing. 
my body doesn't look alive, so I guess that life is not working in me. I'm stopping the flow. A flow that wanted to come from the inside into physical manifestation, I'm stopping it. Because of my misconceptions of the word. So that's why he tells us in Romans 12, you know, he tells us, hey, don't be conformed to the world. Why would he tell me that? Because we can't conform to the world as children of God. Because we can go to the other side and listen and, uh, oh, incline our ear to what the devil is saying. Oh, yeah, I'm going to die. Oh, yeah, I'm so sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, the diagnosis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have to fend my feelings. Oh, I have to show that, oh, man, I have to grieve. Oh, yeah, I have to conform to the world. But he never said that. He said, incline your ear to my sins. Be attentive to my words. You know, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are alive to all who finds them and held to all our flesh. You see how I'm using the word because that word became the truth for me. That's why I can walk in divine health even though sickness tries to attach it to me. Oh no, you better you better run because I'm going to slap you silly in the name of Jesus sickness. Get out. And people, they think I'm crazy. They think I'm, I, I lost my mind. You cannot talk like that, Cindy. Oh yes, I can because I really believe that sickness is a loser. You know why? I saw it had to run for the name of Jesus. It had to leave because of what Jesus already did on the cross. It had to go. You know, it could not stay in this body. And if I can do that, you can do that. But people, they're like, uh, 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 because they don't know who they are. And even if I tell them who they are, if you got misconceptions about of the word, you don't. You will not believe me, because the word is Jesus and Jesus is the word. I'm just voicing out what Papa God voiced to me. And I had a revelation about that maybe. But even when I did not have the revelation yet, I just started speaking out that word like, okay, I need that word because in that word is life. I find these words, well, I'm gonna speak them. Oh yeah, you delivered me from the stress and you sent your word and you healed me and delivered me from destruction. Oh, I'm just gonna give you thanks because I'm a daughter of men. Thank you, Papa God, that I'm healed. I didn't look healed. I didn't felt healed. It was nowhere to be found. But that did not stop me because I knew one thing. My Papa God, he cannot lie. Well, I see the time is ticking, you know, and uh, I'm going to leave it at this because I want to get to some uh, questions. Yes, yes, John, slap you silly. And because I found it in the message translation, you know, slap them on the cheek. I always take things from the word and then I use that deity um, oh, at Mars. Okay, that's not for me, Tina. Could you agree that my blood work normalized and uh, that all my pain goes? And all anemia to go as well. Too much to list. I need my body to listen up now. And we heal peace in my mind now about it all. In the name of Jesus, I speak peace. And that you take that word as the truth in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, you were healed past tense. So I command in the name of Jesus that wholeness, that health, that healing, that restoration, that recovery in the name of Jesus be physically manifested in this body. Body, I'm talking to you. I command you listen and you agree with this. I command you line up with the word of God in Jesus' name. But I command that you believe it for yourself so much that it doesn't matter how long that list is. 
you know one thing, oh, by the stripes of Jesus, I will heal in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Um, let me see. Arthur, prayer request. Digestive problem, um, lost weight. Please agree with me for total healing and recovery. Well, and, uh, and, and you don't have to say please because that's what we're here for. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak and I bind that spirit of infirmity. But I also bind the spirit of death in the name of Jesus. Don't know why, but I bind the spirit of death in Jesus' name. And the spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus, I command your digestive uh, uh, problems. I curse them in Jesus' name. I command them death. Die in Jesus' name. And I command your whole digestive system. I'm talking to you. Digestive system. I command you totally restored. I command you whole and alive functioning perfectly in the name of Jesus right now in Jesus name. I command everything that you eat will go perfectly through the systems in your body, through the digestive system in Jesus name. I command your digestive system works properly every single day. It starts working uh, better and better and better and better in Jesus name right now in the name of Jesus and the weight I command it back. I command a just weight because dishonor scales and weight are not from God. A friend of me, she got that uh, scripture and she used it for her weight. So I'm just speaking it to you in Jesus name. And in the name of Jesus, I command you just, you know, think about your ideal weight. And then you just, you just say, I'm at my ideal weight off. Or thank you, Papa God, for my ideal weight off. And you fill in the blanks. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I sometimes feel someone left the cake out in the rain. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> but the cake is there. <laughs> but it's a good one. Mm, Mars says, Hi, Cindy. I feel so scared and anxious. I tried ca uh, casting my cares and not to think about my cares. How to fling those cares and never think of them again. Also regarding the word of God as medicine. Do you always med meditate on it? Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I just do that. It's not that I got healed and then afterwards I started doing other stuff and I was not thinking about it. No, it's a, it's my lifestyle. When, whenever you, you speak to my kids or my daughter, they will tell you that's just my lifestyle. I meditate on that word on health and healing. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine, you know? And I still go there. I still meditate on it. because. It's bread for me. It's my meat. It's my drink. So this is how I did it, you know, casting my cares. Um, if I think I'm casting it, but I still want to have control over it, I think I can do it. I think, oh, the world is on my shoulders. It's all about me. But Papa God never told me that it's all about me. He said, make it all about my son. So the thing to do is take those cares and say, you know what? It's not about me. I'm going to step away from me. I'm going to praise you, Papa God. And here, this, and this is literally what I did. It's not about me. I placed my cares on a, a paper. And then I just, you know, made it uh, um, into a, a, like a, a ball size. And then I would say those things. I said, I'm so sorry, Papa God, that I thought it's all about me. It's not. It's about your son. Because now I'm resting in the finished work of Christ when I say that. 
It's about Jesus and, every, and his finished work and that he rose for me from the dead. Thank you and I praise you for that. I appreciate what you did for me, Jesus. You see what I'm doing? I'm shifting my focus from me to Jesus, from me to the finished work, from me because Satan tries to keep me here, my cares, and then I get anxious because now your mind is not stayed on the Lord as it should be. So now I'm placing my mind again, having it stayed on the Lord, and then I will cast it like, now, you know, throw it somewhere. And then it falls somewhere. And I'm just, you know, like, okay, Cindy, do you still, and if I still, I pick it up again. I said, no, it's not about me. It's not about the circumstance, not about the pain. It's not about being anxious or fearful because God has not given me a spirit of fear. You see, I'm using the word. That's my sword. It's a sword of the spirit. So I'm using the word. I speak that word. And he tells me that I got this. We got this personal armor of Papa God. It's actually Jesus. We put on light. And then what happens is I take that shield of faith. Hey, these cares, they're not going to, you know, dominate me because he told me that an, uh, a sin cannot dominate me no more. So these cares cannot dominate me no more. I'm, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to tell them, hey, you cannot dominate me no more. You see, I'm doing everything with my mouth, with the word. I take the sword of the spirit. I take the shield of faith. I quench the fiery darts of the wicked one, you know. And then I take the helmet of salvation. I'm going to think of things that are just pure, true, a lovely, good report, virtuous, praiseworthy. I'm going to meditate on those things. You see what I'm doing? That Then anxiousness is like, ah, oh, she's no fun. You know, fear is like, Cindy's oh. she's just as a party pooper. We just wanted to have a, a pity party here. We just want to have a fear party here, anxious party. Now she's going to praise her Lord. Yeah, why? She's going to rejoice in the Lord. She's going to talk to us. Now we have to go. But we don't want to go, Cindy. Ah, you go. You can command them to go. So in the name of Jesus, I command that scared feeling, it's not the truth. The word is the truth. He has not given you a spirit of fear, but he has given you a spirit of power of a love and of a sound mind. And because he loves you so much, I commend that fear. I bind it. I command you, get out, leave in Jesus' name. Ang anxiety, stop it now in Jesus' name. Get out. But I need you to believe it because I can talk to it. You can talk to it as well. And then you just cast your cares again. And yes, the word is truly medicine. Um. You're commanding the laws he made available. Yes, and that's so right. Hey, everyone. Your joy alone, Cindy's are the light and huge encouragement. Yeah, because we need the joy. We need the joy. <laughs> Rejoice regardless. That's so good. Adore, what is that exactly as I'm currently in frustration? Well, adore of the word is God, of God is literally that what it tells me, that's what I'm going to do regardless of whatever. So, if it tells me to rejoice, that's what I just talked about, then I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to act that out because faith, it speaks. Faith, it acts. That's why it tells us, I believed, therefore I spoke. If I don't speak or what I speak is what I believe. So the moment I act out on my faith, and that's why we have, you know, we got the four gospels. And you see the disciples, they do certain stuff, but not really a lot. And then all of a sudden, we got the Acts, you know? You got Romans and you got, uh, sorry, you got the Acts of the apostles. And what happens is Acts, they act it out. What they have learned, they act 
acted out because now they got Holy Spirit filled. They are also anointed like Jesus Christ of Nazareth with power and Holy Spirit. So they are going to act it out. Now, what is acting it out? I don't feel like I have to laugh. Like, oh, I feel so depressed. But then, wait a minute. <laughs> and the devil be like, why are you laughing? I'm punching you in the face. <laughs> yeah, because rejoice in the Lord. Always again, I say rejoice. The joy of the Lord, my strength, my strength is built up, man. So you punching me in the face, my strength is built up. So you better run because I'm going to just, boop. you know, that is actually being doer of the word. I'm just placing it like this. Laura, yes, I can give it to you. Um, man, I don't know what it is anymore. Cindy Mazas 2019 at gmail.com. That's my email address. Um, Sean, Cindy, you make it sound so easy. I'm so encouraged by you. And I, I have to let you in on a secret, everyone. Do you know that it is easy? And I know a lot of people like are getting condemned when I say that. But when the struggle was out for me, and I always take my cash because it's like, that man, he just understood it. You know, he got into that word. That Proverbs 4, 20, 21, 22, he got into that word. And do you know, he saw that thing on his, on his body. But when he understood, hey, it's already done. I already got it. The word told me this. I'm going to focus on the word. That man was healed. <laughs> the man was healed. You know, it just takes a struggle out. Um, I think if I could touch the hem of your skirt, I would be healed. <laughs> well, I just know that that healing power is right there on the inside of you. I commanded healing power into physical manifestation right now. So you can just draw out what's in the inside in Jesus name. Jenna says he sees us the way we really are. He knows the truth. He is the truth. And that, that, but that is, that is the thing. He only sees us. As the word tells us who we are. So if I come and I say, yeah, I, I, I'm so, you know, this and this, I'm still like that and that and that and that. And he's like, um, what are you talking about, Cindy? Don't you understand you're a new creation? Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. She doesn't understand it. Man, we have to teach her again, <laughs> you know, like that. Let me see. Michelle says, love my cash. Oh, my cash, yeah. Man, he's he's such an amazing guy. Um, Chrissy, great to see a Rosa prayer. Agree, my friend Marie's liver is renewed and restored to health. She will not die, but live in Jesus' name. Well, I agree. I command that she will not die and live. I command life into your body, Marie. I command life into your body, Marie, into every cell, into your liver. I command your liver renewed, restored to health now in Jesus' name. Liver, I'm talking to you. I command you whole in the name of Jesus right now. Thank you, Papa God, for such a great testimony in the name of Jesus. Grace, faith, beautiful name. Please pray as you're led. Don't know how explain it all here, nor want to list. I understand that. No word and agree. All you say is so different. Easy decisions overwhelm all like physical weird pressure. First things first, in the name of Jesus, I bind confusion in Jesus' name. And also, there is a, a big hurt. And that hurt, uh, it's speaking. It's speaking. So in the name of Jesus, I command that the hurt stop speaking in Jesus' name. 
because you are a new creation that hurt it has no right to speak no more you are a new creation you're brought from the an uh, evil of this present world you know he took you and he placed you in light in the kingdom of his of the son of his love so i speak love into your on uh, a total soul your being in the name of jesus because there's the hurt is there in the soul. So I speak the love of Papa God in there. Love of Jesus in there. Holy Spirit love in there in Jesus' name right now. And I command you just settle down in Jesus' name in peace right now. And I command your total body, you listen. Body, you are whole. Body, I command you blessed. Body, I command you restored in Jesus' name right now. Thank you, Papa God. I speak that peace over you in Jesus' name. Uh, let me see. Oh, Michelle. Hi, Cindy. You're a blessing, please. My daughter and I have been fighting off a sickness for the last five plus days. Also, I have been standing in faith for healing of painful breast lumps for a while. So in the name of Jesus, um, I commend every stress and every worry. Stop right now in Jesus' name. Stop. I bind the, uh, the, the spirit of stress and the spirit of worry. I command it. Get out. Leave. Move in Jesus' name. And I speak to those lumps in your breast. They're losers. They're nothing, nothing for Jesus because he already, you know, kicked them. So in the name of Jesus, I command them to die. I command every single cell of those lumps in your breast to die. I command it to dissolve. I command it to just wither away, fail, shrivel, and shrink. And I command the body of you and the body of your daughter in the name of Jesus. I command you live totally and walk in divine health. I curse that what tries to hinder you in Jesus' name. And I speak life into that body. And I speak you are whole in Jesus' name. Not one minute longer. Not one day longer. Walking in that sickness in Jesus' name. I commend you, you are healed and whole and your daughter as well. Right now, right now, right now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Well, I'm seeing going over time. Uh, Terry says, Hi, Cindy, please agree with me that my spine is in alignment and my nerves are communicating to my legs and are uh, functioning. In the name of Jesus, I command total restoration from head to toe in Jesus' name. And everything that's out of place, I command you in place right now. Now, you move in place right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I command your body functioning totally, totally on a perfect in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Michelle, I found the healing journey about four weeks ago. Agree with that. The tape, the tapering of this medication and the damage done by it is going. I'm now reacting to anything in or around me and my 96 LBs took the medicine for panic, acrophobia, fear. I'm learning a lot from this teaching. Uh, well, in the name of Jesus, whatever damage done in your body, I curse that damage. I command every single part of you restored every single part of your body restored in the name of jesus i speak restoration right now i speak restoration right now every damage repaired restored in jesus name now thank you papa god you're so good and i command you stop reacting 
There's no need to anymore. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Fear, move. In Jesus' name. It's not yours. Z. Okay, please pray for my mom. Oh, yeah, Faustina. Well, I prayed for her already. And, uh, so I speak in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Papa God, that Faustina is already healed. And in Jesus' name, and I command it into physical manifestation now. Now, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God. Thank you, Lord. Lilia, great to see you. Shania, and uh, I command divine health and wholeness in that body. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I don't know if you were 10 years or 10 years ago, but something happened. And it opened like, uh, well, something happened. On the name of Jesus, the thought of what happened, I command it to fade away in Jesus' name. And I command your body to not respond to that no more. And I speak in the name of Jesus that you're walking in divine health. You're going to see your body recover because I see a recovery Every single day, you're getting better. You're going to see. First, it's going to be very small, but just honor those small uh, changes in your body in the name of Jesus, and you will see what will happen. Thank you, Lord, for great testimonies. Uh, them, continues prayer against mental illness things. Well, mental illness, it's sometimes a way we think things that happen, things in our heart, things that, you know, hurt us and all those type of things and or medication, you know, went wrong. So in the name of Jesus, I just speak that your mind is so set on the Lord, so set on the word that it's just, it got your mind, got its roots, its eyes, its feet, all in the word, in the name of Jesus. And I speak, I bind every spirit of mental illness now in Jesus' name. Get out, leave all around your head. I command it to let go now in Jesus' name. And I command you are free in the name of Jesus. Doc says, this is for Jesse. Please pray with me for healing and strength. No, my muscles and body. Well, and, um, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Papa God, that you already uh, healed uh, Jesse. And that you already, in the name of Jesus, give uh, gave your strength. I command it to physically manifest in Jesus' name right now. And I speak, you will Feel that strength in Jesus' name. Your muscles, I command them to work so properly in Jesus' name. You can do anything and everything in Jesus' name. I see Mary, peace agree for lower back, sciatic pain to go and this healed and restored. In the name of Jesus, I command your body to move normally in Jesus' name. I command your body to move normally in the name of Jesus right now. I have to say it again. I command your body to move normally in the name of Jesus right now. Uh, Jules, can you please pray for imbalances? Doctors can't resolve, but I believe Jesus healed me. Yes, he has. Because by his stripes, you were healed, Jules. So in Jesus' name, I command you are balanced. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Um. Bernice, thank you. I've been listening to your teachings and I'm speaking the word of the of God continues throughout my day and I've noticed more energy and health in my body. And I tell you, there are benefits, advantage, uh, gain, and uh, you know, in the word. And you're gonna eat that fruit. You're gonna eat the fruit of the word, man. Thank you for saying that. Well, everyone, I have to go. And um, oh, Angelica, 
please agree with me for tremors to stop and the stiffness to go. Well, in the name of Jesus, I commend, uh, how do you say that? Yeah, peace in the mind, but I commend your thoughts to become quiet, <laughs> to just settle down in Jesus' name right now. Thoughts, just, just stop. Just be still in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus. And right now, I commend, I bind atrophy in Jesus' name. And I bind that spirit of infirmity. I command it to get out and leave your body right now. And I command your body to just do and work in the name of Jesus and move in the name of Jesus normally in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And also tremors, stop it. Stop it right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Papa God. You're so sweet. Thank you, Lord. Okay, everyone. I'm going to say goodbye. And I love you guys. Okay, Papa loves you more. Yeah? Okay. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.